Hello and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, Episode 7. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, alongside James Seelig. Okay, so this is our first episode that is not SoundCloud exclusive, which means we are on, if this went correctly, we are on iTunes right now, along with some other areas of listening that I actually do not know yet. I haven't fully researched exactly how many I'm going to be throwing this into. Uh, but we do finally have our artwork. Uh, it was done by a friend of mine, Zach Tursage, that I met at school. It's a pretty good logo, so you guys will see it on the SoundCloud app and on iTunes as well. So it'll start making its way to any any property that we're on pretty much playing. If you've ever taken a walk through Sutro Park, it should look a little familiar. Yeah, just just a bit. Yeah. So I guess since we are on iTunes now and other places besides soundcloud we have more than more than uh like two to five listeners basically we've been doing uh six or so episodes of this podcast just kind of testing everything out get with the yeah get pretty much get our feet wet in this see what we do right what we do wrong uh fix what we can obviously it's not going to be perfect right now we're still well into learning everything on like kind of how to talk and yeah organize properly for this and whatnot Always room for improvement. Very much so. But uh, just to kind of get intros back in, uh, my name's Cameron Shushtar. I am a sound designer at an indie company called Forward Instinct. We made a game called Midnight Ultra, which came out in October, and currently are working on a new unannounced title. And that's pretty much like my passion. I am also to kind of paying bills right now. I'm working at Microsoft, nothing big. I'm not really going to delve into it. Basically, anything I ever really say involving the company does not relate to anything the company says at all. Uh, sometimes even if it's Microsoft thing, I probably won't talk about it just to kind of take myself out of it just because, you know, wouldn't be right for certain things. Uh, James, what about you? So for me, I've been for at least... The last five years or so out of school, uh, working at a deli down on Ocean Beach, and I'm finally moving on to going back to school to finish my degree in biochemistry and chemical, no, sorry, biochemistry and molecular biology. That's what it is. <laughs> Small I should, words. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Makes this, makes a lot of sense. I, got I like halfway through switched over to what my brother did, chemical engineering. I was like, no, that, that that's wrong. They're like the <laughs> same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, you throw uh, different chemicals into a vat and throw it in someone's face. The face part would be accurate. Basically, I'm super interested in all the like chemical reactions that happen in your cells and in your body without like you even having any conscious thought over it. I just I just think it's cool that the human body is like an ongoing, super complicated molecular reaction. It's some cool shit. So that that's my passion. That's what I like to study. And I would like to finish my degree within the next two years, according to my uh, my advisor, and uh, go on to maybe work for the pharmaceutical industry, making medications in the lab. Nice. I like lab work. I think it, for whatever reason, you put a pipette in my hand, you give me a flask, and I'm super good. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and my current goal right now is just to eventually get into a AAA studio. It's just, you know, it'd be nice to work on something and get paid a lot, too. And instead of having two, like, multiple jobs at the same time, just have one that you yeah. have to rely on. And then, like, I can do another, like, if I could stay with Ford Instinct and do that more for, like, more creative freedom and, and passion. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, perfect. All right. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, until then, we're going to be doing this uh, for as long as we can, or really, uh, we're going to see just how it goes uh, for the first six episodes here, Yeah. depending on how many people we have listening, if we ever get input and whatnot, uh, depending on how it goes, maybe we'll keep going after six episodes. If not, like if we have still like two people or something, we'll probably just stop there and just kind of... Maybe was... pick it up sometime later, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. See how the experience goes, really. Uh, besides that, though, we mainly talk about games, movies, television, mainly like everything from what we play and watch to kind of like what news comes out for games and film and television that we care about, that we yeah. really want to kind of focus in on, talk about a bit. Some like articles and whatnot that come up, we might talk a lot about and delve into that make like cover the entire show sometimes other times it'll probably be like something that takes two seconds like oh cool this happened yeah yeah this is very much a a conversational podcast so some things we'll we'll run with other things we just mentioned because i thought that was interesting yeah and what sets us aside is just it's us talking just like it sets everyone aside from each other it's just their opinions uh ours don't matter more than anyone they don't matter less it's pretty much everyone's the same level unless like you're a high-paid reviewer who gets like a million followers and people grovel at any word they say we're definitely not that that. i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're not that uh but yeah so we'll pretty much delve into the show i will start with what we are currently playing or what we played in the last week or so yeah Uh, james if you want to start that off i've been pretty busy so the only thing that i really got to play uh, this week was i'm a little bit farther in octopath traveler at this point I've finished the second chapter with everyone. Uh, I've done a couple characters, third chapter, I think. I can't remember exactly, but at least according to my game clock, I'm now closer to 40 hours in, so about 10 more hours from last week. I played a couple more uh, levels in Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I still think that game's fun. And uh, I started Dead Cells. I got that on my Switch because people have been go- going crazy over that. Uh, Brian Altano talked about it a lot on uh, Nintendo Voice Chat before it came out. And he was just so excited for it that I was like, you know what? You're telling me it's a sort of Dark Souls style, like at least in terms of challenge game. And it is very much a Metroidvania type ga- game. But you also throw in roguelike elements of you die, you lose everything. The castle changes completely every time. I that those are all boxes that I like checked. Uh, I so I got it. I played it for about a day, and I was like, I really, really love this game, and I probably would keep on playing this. But I really want to at least finish one thing at some point. So um, I went back to Octopath Traveler to just basically force myself to. I shouldn't say force myself. I'm enjoying Octopath Traveler, but who's making you play it? No, it's just like I'm. You can I'm tell me really your name. Tired. It's a safe place. I'm getting so tired of my my cycle of starting something, really liking it, and then something else comes along, and I start playing that just to try it, and then I get sucked into that, and how, I don't go back to how, the other thing. How many games would you say you have unfinished in your current library? Uh. All of them, oh, okay. <laughs> a lot. Like I, there, there are a lot of games that I, I started just to be like, I want to see what people are talking about, and then like I'll get back to whatever I was playing, and then I, I always just get sidetracked, and I, I never go back to whatever I was playing. 
maybe, maybe way later I'll do that. But generally, I just get distracted and move on to the next thing. So there, unless a game is short or really, really engaging, like God of War, like I... I usually, I have not finished many games in a while, honestly, especially like really, really long RPGs that take a long time. Like Octopath Traveler is probably the first RPG that I've gotten into that I've stuck with for like even 40 hours. And I feel like there's still so much more to the game. Would you say you're gravitating more towards your Switch right now? For sure. I mean, would it be its portability or are you playing it on the screen or are you playing it on like the TV? A little bit of both. It depends. Uh, sometimes I like to play it on the big screen, but other times if I want to watch something on Netflix or whatever, I'll start watching something and then I'll just pick up my Switch and start continuing in uh, Octopath or whatever. So it's like, it's honestly, it makes it a lot easier to get through a long RPG or a long game on the Switch because I could just play it whenever. And instead you, of, when you when you play it while watching TV, do you listen to what's going on or like... A little bit of both. <laughs> okay, gotcha. We're the complete opposite, so... Yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't have many unfinished games, but because of oh, that yeah. and I try to finish my stuff, I have a massive amount of games I've just never touched at all. It's like, oh, it's not even opened. Yeah, so. you're, you're way more disciplined about that than me, about like when you play a game, you finish it. Oh, yeah. But I'm, the I'm more the kind of guy is... that like, I, I got to try everything when it comes out, or at least if I buy something, I got to try it as soon as I get it usually i still have games that i haven't played this is the best part i have games that i haven't played from 2015 still <sighs> that i've I've not touched well to be fair i'll I get s- to you one day witcher 3 don't worry i'm like your solid 5 and mad max and witcher 3 Assassin's is Creed Syndicate. one of the few rpgs that i actually did finish when that came out i i have the dlc for that but i never got around to it i bought it on sale at some point and i was like i'll support cd project red they made a really awesome game yeah. my current thing is i'm pausing my backlog whenever something new this year specifically comes out mm. just so i can kind of stay ahead of the curve especially like it won't be that relatable especially doing like a podcast like this now going like hey what'd you play did you play god of war now nah, dude i just got through mad max man it's crazy i know everyone else played like three years ago but you know yeah so kind of multitasking a bit on that um did you sorry did you finish your uh yeah i was pretty much just that okay i did re-download doom one to my playstation to try to play that because like the doom eternal news that came out we'll talk about that later but the i was so impressed by that i was like i need to play doom now and i need to finish that game because it's another one that i played never finished yeah that one i'll probably borrow from a friend i haven't even that one i didn't buy luckily to add to the game um, of unplayed games i haven't touched it was one of those games that like i didn't intend to get it when it first came out but i think Bethesda put out Doom. I think they published Doom. I, th- I know it still develops it, but I think Bethesda is the publisher. Yeah. So Doom and Wolfenstein came out really close to each other, I think, last year. And then almost like a month or two later after they came out, they were both on sale on Black Friday on PlayStation uh, pl- on, on PlayStation for like 30 bucks each and i was like well shit i really liked the first wolvenstein i'll get that for 30 bucks oh no oh holy shit doom is also 30 bucks well people have been saying that's pretty fun i'll try that out and then again it was one of those things where i was like i'll just play like the first chapter just to see what like i really liked it it was so good i can't believe i didn't finish it that's a that's a big uh 
thing about Doom. Yeah, that's that's that probably the next thing, at least on my PlayStation, I, I want to get back to to finish. Because, yeah. uh, again, it's one of those things that it's probably short enough that I could get through it in a day or two if yeah. I really just sat down and played it. For sure. All right. So what I've been playing, I did take a dip into the Call of Duty Black Ops 4 beta. Oh, yeah? How'd you like it? Yeah, I don't think I'm buying that game. Oh no, really? Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not that it's bad. It's just I haven't really touched a Call of Duty game since Black Ops Two. Mm. So I never, from Ghost forward, I never bought nor played any of them. I think I played a couple betas before, and they just weren't doing anything for me to enough to like basically buy the game, especially with the amount of games that come out every year at this point. Like you got to pick and choose. Right. Mostly pick and choose if you can. Uh, sometimes you just buy a bunch of Black Friday and then leave yeah. them gathering dust. But I tried it. The gameplay is more grounded, at least more than the betas. I did play randomly for a couple of them. But the way they play now, like the kind of mechanics have changed a bit to the point where I was just kind of like, oh, it's not the kind of Call of Duty I used to play. Mm. Um, I guess since I haven't played in so long that I was kind of just wanting to go back to that old way. And I'm not going to bother trying Blackout just because it'll... Like, I'm sure the mode itself will be cool, but the mechanics won't change at all. So I, I just won't feel mm. into it myself, personally. Uh. I, I still felt a bit of, like, I, I was playing it just for, like, a, I want to say, like, five matches or so. And in them, like, I was still playing very competitively. I was like, oh, shit, I fucking got to get into this and whatnot. But at the same time, I was just like, eh, there's, like, four other multiplayer games coming out this right. year. And... That's just the one I'm not going to get. That's uh, cut that one out. It'll be a lot easier for me. Um, ironically, now though, the one I do want to get because I was looking through because the older ones I would normally play are pretty much all back on PS3 and 360, and those are pretty much gone. Uh, their online communities are, I'm pretty sure, they're dead. And on Steam though, I was looking through before a few months ago, and I'm going to check again to see if it's still the same. But a lot of them were also pretty much like there was maybe 100 to zero people playing for most of the older Call of Duty games, mm. except for Modern Warfare 2 still is around like a thousand people or so playing. I forget how many there were, but I kind of, just because I had that originally on PS3, I would, if there's still a good community and I want to get a Call of Duty fix in, I think I would probably yeah. get it on Steam and just see if it's still as enjoyable as it used to be yeah honestly modern warfare 2 is probably my favorite call of duty multiplayer it was it was my third favorite like i honestly like four and Black world of war one. better uh, or more uh, i oh, like yeah? those more but yeah because i like the simplistic mm. uh value of it because i think my two biggest complaints in modern warfare 2 was just the amount of kill streaks you had like, I just like yeah. plain and simple, and then that one just threw in so many different ones that I was like, but I just want to have down and dirt boots go and kill everyone. But the problem was, they I think they gave that mode where it's like, oh, there's no kill streaks in this mode. But the problem was, most people wanted to play with the kill streaks. So yeah. I was kind of so ruled out by like being a minority of it. Unpopulated. Yeah. And also, I hated akimbo shotguns because oh. it was like those things weren't, you weren't even close to somebody, and they'd be across the freaking like area it'd be like um i forget what oh, the map yeah, was the, called but yeah no, they, could, they could kill you from insane not even being close to you and it's just like how did i just die from a yeah. shotgun yeah like, i remember those how is that possible absolutely broken they had similar stuff in black ops one where you could have akimbo shotguns 
there were actually a few guns you could hold the Kimbo. I had a lot of fun with that just because I, I actually made a couple classes that were just designed to run and gun with shotguns. And it was just really fun to run around as quick as I can. And every time I saw someone just pull the triggers and they're dead. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually, when I was still in, when I think my first year at SCAD, um, I got World at War mm. on Steam because I remember that still had a good following and I was missing like World War II shooters. And it had so, a pretty good story, didn't it? It's huh? Didn't it have a pretty good story too? Yeah, it, it did. It actually, Black Ops was pretty much a sequel to it, and then they just kind of turned the rest of the titles, just calling them Black Ops. Weird, because the one of the main characters or one of the supporting characters in Black Ops was uh, it was Viktor Reznov. He was oh, one of the shit. He was from he Russian was in... soldier. He was originally in World War World at War. Uh, I didn't know and that. And then they put him in Black Ops, and then uh, they even had a, a mission where it's like post-world war ii but it's like 1945 1946 and you're fighting like uh the, the bad russians and also the british trying to like stop them from getting these chemical weapons and whatnot if i remember correctly but yeah so that was call of duty um i've been playing a little i'm trying to get back into world of warcraft mm. not because i used to play a lot but because <laughs> i actually uh recently got into it uh, within the year and I got, I think, so my friend's been walking me through it because he's people have been wanting me to play forever, and I'm giving it a try way late into the game. I played, like, the base game, got to Wrath of the Lich King, skipped Burning Crusade because they said it's not worth it. Uh, so we're still in Wrath. I have, like, a Dark Elf Hunter. No, Night Elf Hunter. That's Elder Scrolls. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's cool, but also I think I've said before, like, uh, the game makes me fall asleep sometimes. Yeah. It... Especially if I'm tired, like, that game's going to put me to sleep. But it's, like, the story is somewhat interesting, but the over-the-head MMO gameplay is kind of not my cup of tea for the most part. But I do enjoy, like, the way my friend sells it to me, the story is always really interesting. So I'm like, oh, I do want to hear more about it. Um, I made a new character because I got, uh, what's the new one called? Battle, Battle, sorry, Battle of Azeroth. And that's, like, the newest expansion, so I got, like, a 110 character, and I've just been doing a little bit of, like, the pre-expansion event stuff for it. Um, it was cool for, like, three hours. That's how much I played of it, but I'll probably try to get on more, get my money's worth since I'm paying a subscription. Right. Uh, and then lastly, where most of my time has been going, Destiny 2. Mm. Uh, uh, Solstice of Heroes has been going on. I finished the armor set for my hunter. I'm just doing the masterworks right now, and I'm going to do... I'm not going to bother masterworking my Warlock and Titan, but I will try to get the legendary armor sets just for that ship, because why not? Right. Um, plus, you get 400 armor, which will kind of bring up your maximum power level, so it'll help me in the end run. Get you them. ready for oh, Forsaken? Forsaken when that comes out. I want to get it done way before Forsaken, because I want to get back to Platinum and God of War. Yeah. I'm definitely lowering the difficulty just to get through Nifelheim and Musfelheim, or Musfelhelm. Uh, but yeah, so... That's what I've been playing. Uh, Prestige, Nightfall. Getting the 110,000 points is not fun. No. Uh, it takes a few rounds to get it correctly because you're basically going flawless raider on it. Like, you can't die if you want to get the score on Damn. Prestige and Nightfall. Yeah. So we were able to do that. Uh, the raid, though, because this isn't like... It's just... All right. So many people don't play the raid. And they just do everything else in Destiny. So when there's a chess piece, it's like, you want, you want to get this masterwork? You have to beat Callus in the procedure rate. So I go through with the fire team. 
I get through the entire raid, get to the callus, all of a sudden, people start screwing up. And they're like, we got, we're like, why don't we move some of you to throne, we go to void, and they're like, no, no, we should keep it like this, I don't know how to do this one or that one, and I'm like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> You're supposed to know how to do it all. And so, like, uh, we ended up playing for, like, four hours. On oh, callus. Just callus? Just callus. And it was one of those times where everyone stuck with it so i don't want to be the guy to be like yo this is getting a snowworm i'm bouncing right. i would be so frustrated eventually everyone disperses and i i'm so fed up but i'm like yo let's jump on to i mean not let's but i'm gonna jump onto another fire team i want this done Right. Jump onto a new fire team. One of the people from the last team is on oh, this team no. randomly. No, he was one of the cool. He was oh, okay. He was fine. Like he wasn't because there were a couple people. One person literally didn't know what they were doing. Like we told them multiple times what to do, and our raid leader wasn't uh, kicking him. And she's like, mm. "I wanted to kick him, but he finally left." But when he left, everyone else left, and we're like, "Okay." And then. Uh, we get to the next one and there's this dude that oh my god he just killed me like it's supposed to be you get to the void room and when one person jumps in there and one person gets out uh the middle person will either go to the left or right and they do the call outs for the symbols if you don't play destiny you won't understand anything i'm saying i'll get this really fast done uh basically he wasn't doing that and i had i was in the middle he'd be on the left or i would have to move on the left when i just came in when i'm supposed to just go straight to the middle Mm. and i'm doing his call outs for him uh, no. or like before him like it's we only each of us see a specific symbol and he's supposed to go first it's left to right and right. i'm the one now going first too because if people say it all at the same time then the, whoever's in the main room might not hear the yeah. right thing and i told him i was like hey man you're doing this wrong do it like this and i told him 10 times i'm not even joking jesus and then he finally left and I was, I don't, I'm like, I don't want to be a dick, but dude, like, we didn't even kick you. I literally just said to do it like this and you just kept not doing it. And we gave you specific instructions on how to do it. Bottom line, we didn't finish it. Two hours went oh by and we still, oh my God. I was so angry. I was, I was like, I'm done. I'm just going to do it next week. I'm not even going to do the rest of the raid. I'll just find a callus checkpoint with someone. I just want to get this done. Yeah, I don't want to go through this again. I already have, plus I have all the armor from the prestige except for the helmet which is, you only get, I believe, from Callus's area. So right. I'm like, all right, whatever. Because I already got max, uh, I get max gear from it now anyway. So there's no point really going back through it again. Because I honestly haven't played much of Eater of Worlds. And I've never played Spire of Stars. So I really want to get into those before Same. Forsaken comes out. But yeah, that was Destiny 2. Um, next up, we have our gaming news. If you want to start with, well, actually, I'll just... Do this other Destiny 2 news really fast. Uh, this is... I thought this is hilarious. So, uh, Shader Mass Deletion is coming yeah. in Forsaken. Thank so, you God. can finally delete groups of shaders instead of one at a time. But got, to give insight to how terrible it is to delete your shaders... I have some stacks of shaders that are like 50 deep. And I'm just like... Oh, I, I went through. I, I took care of them. Yeah, I'm like, I went I through. My, I want that room... But I don't want to sit here for like 10 minutes deleting these 50 shaders. I would do it between, uh, between it's like loading when your ship's in like orbit going to the next thing. Uh, at one point I had think, cause I just automatically delete anything that's not purple and then I'll delete yeah. certain purples. Uh, but I had a stack cause I never did it uh, over, over a hundred, 
of the same blue. Oh. So I'd just be there in between the loading screens forever doing it. But this is how crazy it was. 25 years worth of shader deletion has happened for 800 million shaders throughout Destiny 2. I guess that's a combination of PS4, PC, and Xbox One. That is insane. And that's... 25 like, years worth. Because it takes like worth. a second or so. Yeah, it takes like about a second of holding down the button to, sh- to delete a single shader. I think I've spent 10 minutes overall, yeah. maybe. So Actually, no, not me. Five to 10 minutes, I'd say. But just multiply that by all the other players, plus probably yeah. more if they just want to get rid of a bunch of others. I know there's got to be at least a few minutes for just, just my profile. Yeah. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> but all right, you can... We got Smash Brothers news from Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so... There was a Smash Bros. Direct this week from Nintendo that was actually pretty extensive with uh, info. Um, First off, they announced five new characters, sort of anyway. Well, two two full characters, right? Two two full new characters, uh, Simon Belmont from Castlevania, and I don't remember. I think he's from the first one. King K. Rule. Right. Well, yeah, and King K. Rule, who is one of the main characters from... He's like the Donkey Kong villain, Donkey right? Kong, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the video that uh, that they had to show him off was pretty funny, because it was like, oh no, holy shit, King K. Rule's coming, and then like DDD just like throws off a, a costume, and he's like, ha fooled you, I'm, I'm just King DDD from Kirby, I'm not actually King K. Rule, then King K. Rule comes out of nowhere and like slashes him in the head, and he's just like, yeah, King K. Rule's here. Anyway, it, it was a stupid little thing, but it was funny. But so so those are the two brand new characters, I guess. But yeah. then they also announced a few Echo characters. So in addition to Simon Belmont, there's going to be Richter Belmont from, I mean, I would know him best from Symphony of the Night, which was a PlayStation game. But he also was technically in a Castlevania game that showed up on Super NES, I think, and originally only came out in Japan called the dracula x chronicles uh because that game only came out in japan didn't that come to psp eventually it did eventually yeah so i was able to play it there actually i think it might have been called rondo of blood in japan okay i think the dracula x chronicles was the psp game so so two castlevania characters coming and like so the way echo characters work is it's like ryu and ken in street fighter where they have basically the same move set but slightly different things like how like, their stats are slightly different yeah so like in street fighter ryu's hadouken is stronger than ken's but ken's show ryuken uppercut is stronger than ryu's so it's like it's like slight differences like that so uh i think i'm not really sure what will be different between richter and simon other than maybe one character is a little bit faster than the other while the other does more damage and then they also announced the an Echo character for Samus, which I'm super excited for, Dark Samus from the Metroid Prime games. Since Samus is your pretty much favorite. Samus is one of my mains. I really like Samus as a character. I've always thought she was really fun to play as in Smash Bros. And I thought for the longest time I've wanted them to just add Dark Samus because I think she's such a cool character too. And it's basically the same character anyway. So yeah, they're finally bringing Dark Samus in. She looks pretty cool. She floats around instead of uh, running like Samus, because that's what she does. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what will be different about her. Uh, probably s- similar things, like, I don't know, maybe she takes longer to charge. I don't know. But I just like that I, I could 
kind of switch up whether I play Samus or Dark Samus just for variety. And then the last character that they announced was Krom from Fire Emblem Awakening. It's an interesting name. So another Fire Emblem character they they announced. Uh, He... I don't know, he's like a, a lot of the other Fire Emblem characters. I don't know if he's an echo character of someone or what, but or I mean they all play very similarly with, with the sword moves and stuff like that. Isn't it there's already like Ike, Roy, Marth? Yeah, um, Ike, Roy, Marth, I think Lucina is a character, and now Krom oh, and Robin is another Fire Emblem character. You could play that character as either male or female. Okay. Oh, and Corin from from awakening i think yeah i don't i don't know who that is <laughs> no, i never was... really played fire emblem so most of these people i'm just kind of like i only yeah. know you from smash brothers yeah i like those games i but i i never really got super into them gotcha. until the 3ds games okay yeah uh and then they also talked a little bit about they how many stages are going to be in the game so there's going to be 103 different stages in the game and each stage will have a battlefield mode and a final destination mode so if you want to count those it's over 300 stages and they also now have the ability where you can actually choose two stages at the beginning and it'll switch between the two mid battle which is kind of neat and then they also talked about there's something like 900 tracks in the game which comes out to something like 20 some odd hours of music. I, don't, I can't remember the so exact you're getting amount. the single CD for it all, right? It's yeah. me all in one CD. I thought it was really dumb that they, they pointed out that, hey, if you're really, really into Smash Bros. music, instead of, I don't know, looking it up on YouTube or watching it and listening to it through iTunes or buying the soundtrack, you could just plug in some earphones to your Switch, put it in your bag and listen to it on that. Like, I don't think anyone's going to do that. Then uh, they showed off the main menu for whatever reason, and then there was like one blurred image, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what that exactly is. Gotcha. I think that was about it. Okay. For, for Smash Bros. Oh right. Uh, so now you can finally, at, you can save your favorite rule set. So instead of like every time you start playing again, it's like, oh, you want to play two minute timed, right? And then you got to change it to stock if, if you're one of those players yeah now you can just save that and just have it set oh to that thank god <laughs> you know how many times i can't even say say how many yeah. times like i would go to a friend's house and we'd have to go back because we already started with time. yeah and it's like i don't think i've ever met anyone that ever wants to play on time like timed is in sometimes fun but yeah mo- most people seem to just prefer stock it, yeah it, i don't know i i, do I, prefer, I, that I prefer one better stock. um and then so they showed off a few new assist trophies, which are basically like character cameos in the game that you could summon that aren't playable characters, but they're in the game anyway. So uh, Cyborg Ninja from Metal Gear is going to be in there. Gray Fox. Oh, because the twin snakes. I was like, why the hell is he in there? Yeah. Uh, so Gray Fox is going to be in there. Um, Uh, there's a lot a lot of oh okay. uh, Sh- shovel knight is okay. uh, gonna be another one i kind of wish he was just a regular character but eh. they also did mention that 
the roster is still not complete. They they will announce more characters before the game comes out. Which well, I mean, is kind, it's coming out in December, so they have plenty of time, if anything. Oh, I yeah. mean, they still have Tokyo Game Show coming up if they do anything yeah. there. But the last bit of news that they announced for uh, assist trophies real makes me interested in what new stuff they might announce uh, later. They announced some Monster Hunter stuff. That's pretty and, cool. And that's never been in uh, Smash Bros. that I'm aware of. They they said the Rathalos from Monster Hunter will be an, not only an assist trophy, but a boss in the Mark game. Mark Ruffalo? Huh? You said Mark Ruffalo? No, the Rathalos. Okay. It, it's the red dragon How that's on, like... It, it's, like, one of the signature monsters. Oh, okay. And so it's going to be an assist trophy and a boss in the game. I don't know what that means. They haven't even... I wasn't even expecting there to be bosses. Maybe there's like that... a full single player thing or something. Yeah, I don't know if that just means that they're going to have single player or or if it's like in some mode. Uh, but they also showed off a like sort of what looked like a level that or that wasn't filled in or whatever, but like it was a Monster Hunter level. Dang, it feels like they keep showing something off. <laughs> I know, right? So it makes me wonder if they're going to announce a Monster Hunter, like a playable character because there was some fighting game where Monster Hunter was a playable character recently. They they literally called it Monster Hunter, which I thought was funny. Okay. But, gotcha. so yeah, that that I thought was really interesting. I would love to see more Monster Hunter shit in Smash Bros. And is that is that actually all of it now? I think or that's is, it is for Smash Bros. there another coming out of nowhere? Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was like, because you were like three times, you're like, oh, but there's also one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> so... Uh, the rest of the gaming news, a little bit shorter, uh, Fallout 76 beta. So there's some interesting tidbits on it. Uh, it's going to be the full game. And the progression you make in the beta can be carried over oh, that's neat. to when you have the final product, basically. Um, I'm still not sure if I want to play it on PS4 or PC, just because also now they confirmed... Uh, the private ser- they'll they'll have private servers so you can have your own little server if you wanted to for yourself and just do like single player almost or you could do like a, a server for you just you and like a group of people like a community or your friends something like that that's nice uh, it gives a lot of openings really and then also there's is that just gonna be... for pc the private no servers? this is for well we don't know Oh, okay. Uh, so there's also going to be mod support. This is why I'm not sure, because mm. normally with the Bethesda games, uh, specifically Skyrim and actually mainly just Skyrim, really, uh, I usually got everything on PS3, PS4, which kind of sucked for me, especially when the DLC would come out like a year later. Yeah. But and that's also when I only had one console, especially for like Oblivion and Skyrim at the time. The thing is, though, with... Uh, them the anthology collections for fallout and elder scrolls came out for pc so i got those because pc is gonna have all the mods and i got into mods way late into the game so i want to not really make them but i want to seal like the cool expansions because they do like uh fallout new vegas has lone star they're making miami for uh fallout 4 and there's like one called moons of elsewhere which has like a new region in skyrim Hmm. and so all these ones they're only pc because the console ones don't like there's nothing big like that. It's just like, oh, yeah. here's these small little things you can kind of have in consoles. And it's like, oh, thanks. Okay. Uh, thanks for so technically supporting mods. <laughs> Fallout 4, I first also got PS4. And I'll eventually, because of Fallout Miami alone, honestly, I'm probably going to get it on PC. Fallout Miami? It's a mod in an entire region. They're <laughs> making Miami. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I want to get it up for PC just for that, honestly. But for Fallout New Vegas, or Fallout 76, 
I am like, I don't want to keep buying two copies of the same thing. Yeah. So if they still have full support, if mods are still big on PS4, then I'll probably get it there. Otherwise, I think I'm going to be shifting completely to PC for all the future games. I'm not really sure because I always prefer playing on the console. It's just the mods alone that are stopping me from like like making me get a second mm. one. I don't know. I also like getting the platinums for them specifically. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so there's that. And then PvP was this, uh, kind of detailed a bit. So there, you can still attack anyone you see when you find them in the map. But the thing is, if let's say I find you there and I start shooting at you, I'm not going to do much damage to you. You're still going to take damage, but you can basically like get away, it sounds like. But if you return fire at me and I hit you again, the damage is now increased to the regular stats of the weapon because you are basically initiating into like a fight between us so we can start actually like hitting each other with regular damage so it's kind of like you can still attack people but so you don't have to have permission to attack someone but they don't have to engage with you if they really don't want to so it's still like there's a risk but you have a chance to get away and you can still initiate it honestly i think that's a pretty interesting system that they implement into that kind of keeps it would either keep everyone happy or the people that are so far leaning on either side might still be disappointed. I'm not really sure. Personally, I'd be satisfied with that. And I want to see how yeah. it goes in the beta. Um, next up, Red Dead Redemption 2 gave us a gameplay trailer. I actually just watched it right before this. It was pretty damn awesome. Honestly, the three games coming out this fall that I'm most excited for is Red Dead 2, Fallout 76, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, like, Red Dead 2, though, holy crap, that's one of the other big, uh, that is the big question mark, what we want to get that on. Yeah. Are you getting it? Oh, yeah. Uh, are you going to play online? Are you probably no. not going to play online, are you? Well, that's, that's the thing, is, like, we don't really know much about Red Dead Online. I mean, it's going to be full online like GTA. I mean, probably. It's literally going to be just as big. It's going to be, they're going to be competing with each other practically at this point. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was considering just getting it on PlayStation, but I know Chris is probably going to get it on Xbox, and I usually get to game share with him. So all my coworkers probably, want me to get it on Xbox. Yeah, so I'll probably. But I was honestly like, I just want to get it on PS4. <laughs> like, I'll probably play the main game on my PS4, but oh, you want to get two copies? Well, if I can just share the game with my brother, then oh, I'll, that's true. Then I'll just like probably just play the multiplayer on Xbox if people want to play with me. But I don't know. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm still debating. Um, that's, like, the main one, because I know for sure we're going to get... But at the same time, if everyone I know is going to play it on Xbox anyway, I might as well just play the Xbox version, I guess. Yeah, because it's, like, it's up in the air for Battlefield, Fallout, and Red Dead for us. Like, what I want to get it on. Normally, I would always just... I've just always personally enjoyed, like, putting everything on my PS4. Just trophies, among other things. I'm same. not big on trophies, but, like, I've, just... I personally prefer trophies to achievements. Yeah, that's just um, where I've gotten most of my stuff anyway it's also because halo 3 odst screwed me over in achievements once yeah. and i've never been the same that was bad. that was so frustrating Dude, that was so frustrating uh anyway <laughs> so uh red dead 2 gameplay was really awesome uh it just a lot of it looks like the original red dead just everything looks better but also they have a cool new system where you can kind of interact with people and you can yeah. choose what you want to say to them I... how you approach a interaction I really like that because it, it when I saw that it made me feel like they are getting the feeling of that period of the old west where it's like I mean it's not 
I mean, like they said in the beginning of the trailer, it's the end of the outlaw age. So America is starting to get civilized, but there's still some bands of people like you're in. Which, like, last game is still... But... <laughs> it takes place after and it's still the yeah. end of the outlaw age. Oh, that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah. That's but yeah, like. okay. it's just... I liked that feeling that, you know, back in that day... Yeah, anyone you met on the road, you, you don't know who the fuck they are. There's a dude... I loved one of the interactions that looked like there's a dude... I think robbing another dude. Yeah. And he's like, like you can, what are you going to do? <laughs> you could be like, oh, whatever. And you just kind of say whatever. And the dude just goes back to what he's doing. And yeah, you just that was leave. super funny. Or you can, it, like, you have options to get involved, do nothing, or attack him. Like, you could be good, neutral, evil, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, or necessarily you could say something, walk away, just come back and just shoot him. <laughs> it I, doesn't I really was... matter. <laughs> I liked the the really brief interaction where he's just passing someone else on a horse on the road, and he's just like, "Howdy, hey, that's a mighty, yeah, mighty fine horse." Yeah, mighty fine horse. There, good day, sir. He's like, that's nice. I like oh. that. Or you could just you say that, and then you walk past him and you stab you him. Shoot the like, horse in the leg, and you're just like, "Not a good horse anymore." <laughs> yeah, you know, your horse seems to be damaged. I can fix her up. Take her to my garage, sir. You know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to it once again. Uh, next up, last gaming news. Escalation Studios, uh, a Dallas-based company that was recently bought by Bethesda in 2017, is renamed now to Bethesda Game Studios Dallas. They, I believe they announced this at QuakeCon. It doesn't really change much because they were already working on two things that were... They're basically working with Bethesda Game Studios, and now it went from, I guess you could say, like, oh, we have a second studio working on this with us, that is a different name to we're all Bethesda Game Studios, so we're all working on the same thing. We're just in different locations. Uh, they're mm. working on the Starfield and Elder Scrolls Blades. Mm. So, I mean, they're also working. They're not yeah. just working on it alone. They're all I'm looking forward to Elder Scrolls Blades coming out towards yeah. the end of the year, or this fall? It should be this fall, but there's supposed to be a beta, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I signed up for that beta a while too. ago. When They'll it, inform so. us when it gets to it, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, and then Starfield will come whenever it comes. I'm not even going to bother speculating on that one. That's going to be too yeah. much of an annoyance. I did hear recently on, I think it was on one of my podcasts I listened to, that it there are rumors that it's coming sooner than we think, but that's just rumors. That's so, a rumor, yeah. Who uh, knows? I'm not. It's Bethesda. I don't know. Yeah. They usually are like long periods apart. But yeah, next up, uh, movie oh, and television stuff. One last thing for yeah. game news. Just the only thing out of QuakeCon that I saw was the Doom Eternal uh, right. footage. And holy shit, it was so fucking fat. Like, it looked so cool. Like like I said earlier, it made me re-download Doom 1 because I was like, I need to play Doom now because it, it's so cool. Like, basically, it's just as fast and fluid as the first game. But now your shotgun has a grapple hook that latches you on enemies. So there's even more traversal stuff. It just looks like insane crank to 11. I don't know. It, it just looks like a lot of badass fun. And also there's like one scene they showed of like the Doom Slayer just walking through a room of people working on Phobos. And just everyone's reaction to him is like, it's like if the Master Chief walked by, if Master Chief was terrifying. Like, literally everyone around him is just like, oh, shit, it's that guy. dude rips out skulls. It's so fun. You know, that's the thing. He's like, he's the most badass demon-slaying motherfucker that anyone knows. And they're just like, holy shit, he's real. It's that one guy. Yeah. I wonder if they'll put them in a movie with The Rock and Carl Urban. Yeah. Oh, God. Yep. 
I, <laughs> I just ruined your mood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the only new, like really new thing about that game besides the, I mean, they showed off a few new locations you're going to go to. Like it, it seems like there's new places in hell you go to. You might even go to heaven in this game because there's some pristine white looking area that I assumed was supposed to be their version of heaven. Are I don't you sure know. sure it wasn't a country club? there were some weird looking statues around so it it did not look earth-like but whatever uh that was just concept art though so i'm not really sure and then oh now there's some sort of multiplayer where you can allow people to invade your campaign as demons i don't i don't know if that's going to change much i mean it just sounds like it would be harder gameplay a little bit because you know someone that's thinking for themselves that's the thing so it looks they said you could turn that off if you really don't want to deal with that but it feels like something that i might turn on kind of dark souls ish a little bit yeah like i might turn that on for like subsequent playthroughs just for fun but i i think for my first playthrough i just would want to get through the story yeah okay all right so uh what we've been watching if you want to start that off so again i've been pretty busy this week so not a whole hell of a lot uh the new season of Ultron came out like yesterday. I started watching that again. That's pretty cool. Uh, I finished Black Sails. I had like one episode left last time we saw. I I honestly would really recommend that series to anyone because it was just a really, really well done show, like from start to finish. And then the last thing, because I was looking for something new to watch, I started the Castle Rock, which is the new Stephen King show on Hulu. Okay. It's pretty interesting so far. Okay. I actually really like it. It's so far the production value is re- uh, really there. Like it it looks really nice. It, it I'm really not sure if it's based on any specific Kingdom, sorry, uh Stephen King's story, <laughs> any Kingdom Hearts story, but uh cuz there was like one news clipping that seemed to mention Cujo the a lot of the show seems to take place in Shawshank prison. Is and also it takes place in Maine, which is where like ninety percent of Stephen King's stories take place in, because he's from Maine. So I mean, what else are you gonna hear about Maine? Yeah, exactly. These books. Really. So I I'm liking the show so far. It's really interesting. There there's this weird, like the main plot point is there's like a new warden at Shawshank, Shawshank prison, and she uncovers that the uh. Uh, the previous guy in charge was keeping some kid in a cage and they're trying to figure out why and like he might be the devil or something it's weird but it's it's definitely i'm enjoying it so far gotcha okay i've pretty much gone through i finished up shark week (laughs) Uh, a lot of them were ridiculous since they were all celebrity uh guy fieri uh that's the first and probably only time in a long time i will be watching the shark's got a lot of flavor yeah it was (laughs) I'm like, oh, so this is Guy Fieri that everyone speaks of. Oh, my. Okay. A potato with sunglasses. This is interesting, man. Uh, But uh, if anyone watches one, watch, like, Tiger Shark Invasion. That's interesting because it's, like, Tiger Sharks in the Galapagos. And they've never... Hang on one second. Someone's calling. We're going to go back. Tiger Shark Invasion. So it's uh, about... Uh, the Galapagos and the tiger sharks that are there now, which they weren't before. Like it's kind of like why they're moving into that 
area since the Galapagos is a very interesting Darwinistic type of place. Yeah. Um, besides that, there was one I talked about before uh, about sharks in Cuba. Those two are specifically like the ones if you just want to watch a couple that are actually interesting, you learn a little bit about those two I'd recommend. Uh, other than that, I've been watching a little bit of some old 80s goodness, or maybe it was late 70s, early 80s, one of the two. Uh, the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Ooh. I wanted to go back and just kind of from the beginning and just go through them all. Because uh, I've seen like uh, Unicorn, Thunderbolt, and some of Origins. So uh, I'm like six, seven episodes in so far. Uh, there's some things just because of how old it is. It's pretty funny when they talk. I'm just kind of like the way they talk and what they say. It's kind of hilarious, like G.I. Joe in the 80s. I, oh, yeah, I watched yeah. that entire cartoon. That was hilarious. But um, I had a roommate at Riverside who his brother, every time he showed up, would we would just watch a bunch of Gundam because he was really into it, like anime, specifically gun, uh, mech animes and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I got to experience a little bit of Mobile Suit Gundam, and it gets a little crazy. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's... Uh, it's so far pretty cool though um the animation just the way it is like some of the animations are really like back then the traditional animations really nice there's a couple that you're just kind of like that's a that's a full character it kind of <laughs> looks just like a weird drawing of someone with colors and they just move around and you're like that's a real person okay uh but i, I want to it's only like i want to say 40 50, 50 episodes and they're like 20 minutes long so it's gonna be something i kind of jump in and out with in between like other bigger shows just to kind of like have a clean cartoon going on between bigger live action things you know a palette cleanser yeah uh other than that i'm finishing up the 100 Mm. i'm in the two-part finale right now i literally finished the first part i have one last episode left and then the season's over i thought there wouldn't be any more surprises but they're like yo i know you've had all these betrayals this entire season well here's like three more <laughs> i'm just like how do you keep how do you keep doing this like literally or everyone is every single web line just keeps getting hit it's ridiculous where it's like i love you but i hate him i'm gonna betray them oh you betrayed me i can't believe you and it's just like that that happens in an entire episode like it's it's pretty crazy but yeah uh next week i'll talk about the finale a bit maybe um but yeah so that's all of that next up we got movie news uh we'll get through a few of these quicker than others we'll see how it all goes but uh first up Zack snyder apparently wanted to put carrie kelly into the worlds of dc so like the dc cinematic universe wasn't uh, she she was robin in yeah. dark knight returns yeah so, i liked her yeah no she was great um that would have been cool. Once again, like Snyder kind of got screwed up and over in a few ways, and yeah. it sucks with all of that. Uh, apparently, he also said the Robin suit that was fucked up by Joker, uh, the past Robin that might be dead or could be dead, was Dick Grayson's, which is kind of weird because they're making a Nightwing live action movie, which I believe ties into the whole world. So that's uh, very confusing. It is, but I, I don't, we don't, you know, this is all reported by Metro. Do we so. know if Titans isn't related to the DC we, The TV show, I think it's a separate Earth. Usually, okay. uh, now that they're calling it Worlds of DC, I'm sure it's basically the entire multiverse since they do explore it in the CW shows where they okay. show like all the different Earths and whatnot. Yeah. I think the cinematic universe is one Earth, basically, and then 
the like the Joker standalone movie will probably be another Earth entirely, but okay. all that kind of stuff. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite stories this week. The Sandlot is apparently getting a prequel done by the original writer and director David Mickey Evans, who's back writing alongside another guy, uh, Austin Reynolds. Sorry, I don't know much about him. Uh, this is reported by the Hollywood Reporter. It's very interesting just because the Sandlot had like two to three sequels that came out, directed yeah, DVD, and they were ones. all not good. Uh, but I don't think he worked on any, any of them. So this is like an actual like yeah. film, theater release, prequel that could be. Really? Yeah. Theater release. Because this is, right now it's the 25th anniversary. Like I want to go to a Giants mm. game this year if I can. Uh, there, it's like a Sandlot 25th anniversary okay. uh, event going on, I think. I really want to make that. Um, yeah, so... Who, that's all the news we got on it. We'll see what happens. I mean, I had heard that there was a prequel being made. I didn't know it was being done by, or at least directed and written by the original guys. So I'm a little bit more into it now, I guess. But the, like, the first thing I heard was just, it's a prequel. I was like, how do you make a prequel? They were uh, all kids. It's about how they made the dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I'm sure it's like, just James Earl Jones will be like, hey, I know you're hella old now, but uh, like here you have to be even younger here. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, okay. I mean, he has to be in it. I don't know. Maybe it's... I mean, yeah, if anything, it's just going to be how the kids got to be afraid of the beast. Uh, who knows? Well, uh, there's no details. I don't even yeah. want to think about it because that's going to just give me a headache, honestly. Yeah, um, but yeah that will come when it comes uh until then uh we have a new craven the hunter movie that might be in development according to variety that's all we know is okay. now that they're making a movie about morbius they're making a movie about who uh, some other characters i'll we'll actually get to in a bit too i, mean, I, I like uh, craven the hunter but uh, his own what? standalone film who knows how that's gonna be uh, that's all that we have on that. And then uh, Birds of Prey. That, Can that was, he also not hunt Spider-Man? <laughs> I don't know. That was, uh, yeah, that was apparently reported by Variety. And then uh, the rap reports, uh, Birds of Prey will apparently have Black Mask as the villain. That'd which, be cool. I like, Black Mask is an interesting villain. It is, but it just confuses me more because oh, really? they're like, oh, we're going to have a Gotham City Sirens movie, which is directed by David Ayer, who directed Suicide Squad. And that would be the sirens, at least in the comic, was Catwoman, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy. Yeah. And the villain, kind of in parts of that, was Black Mask. So it it, it sounded like they were saying Black Mask villain. was the villain for Sirens. And so if he's the villain of Birds of Prey, oh. who's the villain of Sirens? If that's still happening, what's oh. going on? I'm very confused. You're it right. made more yeah, sense I when had... we said it could be Lady Shiva since Cassandra Kane's in it. Why are all of these different characters in here for one mobster? Yeah, so that should be interesting when they explain all of that, since yeah. it was one of the many uh, confusing films that were all announced at the same time, Ooh, yeah. or over time, but it might as well have been the same time, since they're all in the same area, practically. Yeah. Um, but DC didn't stop there, and neither did Sony. We got more. Uh, DC then, or Warner Brothers, uh, Deadline reports there's a Supergirl film coming, too. Besides the show, so it would be a different actress and everything playing. Uh, uh, the script is de being developed by uh, Oren Uziel. Apparently they worked on like uh, 22 Jump Street. I like that. Uh, that's all I know about that. And then uh, Sony. Uh, yeah, this is Sony. Both of these are Sony. Or the first one's Sony Marvel, I guess. Mm. Uh, 
<laughs> this is pretty funny. Spider-Man Far From Home, the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. will have Nick Fury and Maria Hill in it, according to the Vulture. Uh, not the villain the Vulture, but the uh, news site. Yeah. That's interesting because I thought they... James, I thought yeah. they died in Avengers of Infinity War along with Spider-Man. How could they possibly come back in a movie that actually takes place... Uh, it's actually coming out two months after Avengers 4. Really? That's it? Yeah, it takes place that... Uh, oh, oh, man. I get, you know, yeah. guys, you can also act now and you can get dust insurance. So when you turn to dust... <laughs> You will automatically come back and be written right back into the story as if nothing happened. Yeah. Guaranteed. I just it's absolutely See, guaranteed. Here's the thing: is like based off of the comics, I was like ninety percent certain that everyone was gonna die. Well, not everyone. Like half of the people were gonna die in the first one, and then just like in the comics, they're gonna figure out some way to reverse it. I don't remember how they did it in the comics, but you know, as I was mostly just surprised to see who they got rid of in Infinity War Steve, for like a movie. I don't feel so yeah. good. Mostly it was like Spider-Man. Oh no, he was just like and Steve, like, no. and then he just I was like, "Hey, Bucky's back! Bye, Bucky!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah Spider-Man's still the funniest one. But, like Spider-Man, but, you're watching like Tom Holland's performance is honestly amazing. Like you're, I feel. I'm like about to tear up. I'm like, oh shit, this is very. Yeah. And then as soon as he dies, and I walk out of the theater, I'm like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm watching the the sequel next year, son of a bitch, he's not even dead. As as much as I didn't expect everyone to stay dead in in any way, it's a little frustrating that they're already pretty much spoiling that shit's gonna be fun. I mean, you already knew, you you knew, because they're like, they're not actually gonna, it's a comic book movie and they're not gonna kill anyone off. Yeah, generally. It was like, look at Avengers, they're like, look, we killed... Freaking Coulson, and then we gave him an entire series on ABC. Yeah, uh, we're all gonna mourn his death. He's supposedly dead now. Yeah, it's like, oh man, it's like let's give for... a, let's give a line of all of the important comic book characters in a Marvel movie that's died. Oh man, Thor's mom and dad. Anyone else? I don't think so. I think like, it's just I Thor's like how parents. Coulson is coming back again for uh, the Captain Marvel movie. Is Marvel oh, is movie. he? He's gonna be. They're gonna have young, young Coulson. Yeah, young Coulson and young Nick Fury. Oh yeah, Nick Fury with two eyes. for the whole movie. That'll be great. So much visual effects on a person. We'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be some fun times. Uh, with, I mean, we know what happens basically. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, next up, though, Sony's not done yet. Black Hat and Silver Sable are now becoming separate movies. They were gonna have a co like basically co-op movie together yeah, where they're no teaming idea. up for some reason it, all right it, it that was dumb to begin with just because like why do that they don't that even interact they they're don't. not they're not it's like hey um we uh like, i literally can't think of a single time that silver sable and black cat would have ever been in the same room together well i mean dude don't don't you remember the time that uh iron man and i'm trying to think of something ridiculous uh who's the ridiculous i mean character? at best they're both friends of spider-man i mean iron man and captain uh, like union jack union jack yeah yeah do, do you think they'd do well in a movie together Iron Man and Union Jack. I mean, when you have Captain Britain right there, I can't think of a story because, like, Black Cat is just a thief. She, it's like she's. It's basically Marvel Catwoman and basically uh, freaking who's this? Except Black Widow two point oh, not two point oh, but Black Widow. Uh, 
Uh, you got the white version just... instead of the red version. Yeah, I was gonna say Russian Black Widow, but she's also Russian, yeah. so <laughs> she, she's just instead of wearing everything dark, she just wears everything light. And it's, uh, yeah, it's... secret agent who has a thing with Spider Man, sorta. They're basically both Spider Man characters, and for the Spider Verse, they were trying to give them a movie, but now they're separate. Which it's like, okay, that makes a bit more sense, but also, do we really kind of care? Because there's yeah, like even... Venom's one thing, but they're not really that important. They've never like. They don't really have their own series, even in comics. I mean, and usually, if a character can at least get their own comic series, then they can get like other stuff. But if you don't even have a comic series, but you're getting an entire film, like I like, can see, come on, Black Cat. Like they could do like a heist movie with Black Cat, and that might work. But I just can't think of what they would do with they the just, Silver Sable. I mean, all they really have to do is make sure it's not as bad as Catwoman with Halle Berry. Oh, God, yeah. They just have to get that. I mean, they didn't even get that one right. Like, No, that was the thing. Is the thing. That, that, that was not Catwoman could that definitely Catwoman. have her own standalone movie. But you just... It's it's just do it right. It's not that hard. I mean, it's kind of hard, depending on the character. Because taking a support character and making them a main... Eventually, they, they can be mains in other ways. But, like, sometimes it's difficult... I mean, Black Cat really stepped up recently in the comics as being, like, her own character, really. But I can't think of anything yeah. really important about Silver Sable other than the rhino killed her. Recently. Yeah, no, Silver Sable, for sure. I don't see a film being interesting on that unless they can make that character important and then you care about that more. Than, then yeah. they'll be like, oh, now she's bigger in comics because of this. Mm-hmm. Black Cat, they, if they can do it right, then it could be something interesting, for sure. Um yeah so next up we got wreck it ralph 2 news gal gadot is voicing a racer character named shank in that film yeah uh i was really i when i first saw like a headline saying like gal gadot and wreck it ralph 2 i was like who knows how much disney paid warner brothers to get wonder woman in wreck it ralph i was like oh yeah and then i read it and i was like oh shit never yeah. mind the first, the weird thing was when I first read that she was going to play a character called Shank, I was like, you mean Shank from that, play, like the old PlayStation 360 game? Yeah, no. Xbox, PlayStation and 360 game. Yeah. Not, no, yeah. 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 So. No, I didn't. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty unrelated. sure you were probably the only person that thought that. Yeah. I didn't think about that at all. I was just kind of like, Shank, okay. And I saw the picture and I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought it was weird that they specifically were like, she plays a character called Shank. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I just thought they were putting it. I think you're on overthinking that. it, honestly. I think I'm overthinking it. Yeah, maybe. you're definitely overthinking it. Oops. Um, but, yeah, I just want... I, I was like, oh, you guys got the ultimate princess in? The princess of the mascara of the episodes? Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to see this. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, God. How funny would it have been if they had actually taken the internet flame wars of, like, what's better, DC and Marvel, and they actually have that in the in movie? In the movie. I mean, of, like, no, DC the, and the Marvel only mediation they can do with that would be if it was a Lego movie. That's yeah. the Lego movie to do that. That's the only battlefield that, that can really be hashed out. Really. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, in Lego Movie 1, they were like, hey, look, Batman said, fuck it, I'm bouncing with... I'm leaving you guys. I'm going to go with Lando and all these guys in the Millennium oh, yeah. Falcon. <laughs> and you're like, wait, oh how often do you see Batman go to the Millennium Falcon? Yeah, like, that was funny. They could def- and wasn't, weren't they owned by Disney by then? Yeah, I think they yeah, were. I they were so. already owned by Disney. So they could probably... Uh, we're not even randomly talk, but yeah, like a movie too. That'd be cool. Um, next up, uh, some issues possibly in the future. Fox is apparently developing a... Or no, this isn't it yet. Sorry about that. Uh, that was for TV later on. Uh, but Fox is apparently developing a Simpsons movie sequel. 
a Bob's Burger movie and a weird live action cartoon hybrid of Family Guy for a film. Yeah, I don't know about the Family Guy one, but I'm into the first two. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I, I'm imagine. I I'm not even gonna. Yeah, I, it's just. I think the, it's the cartoon characters in the real world. Yeah, it's just the live action. The, why would it be live action? I I honest. I, I they should stick with animation. Exactly. Like I I would be totally fine for. A I don't want to see an actual movie. man act in this. I really don't. Yeah. Because that interaction's not gonna. If they can pull it off, that'd be cool. But sure. I, that's. That's highly unlikely that yeah. that's going to be really cool so like the first two i'm interested in the last one i'm like uh, maybe yeah, definitely i actually need to see if i missed a season of bob's burgers i'm not even sure mm-hmm. um which i would actually be excited about because that means i have an entire season to yeah. watch that shows great <laughs> uh next up chris pine and chris hemsworth reportedly were in the negotiations for like maintaining the same amount of like pay for the star- new star trek movie star trek 4 uh, basically, same pay as they got like in the last few movies, I believe. But now, Paramount reportedly wants to pay them less, and their talks might have fallen through. That's from Hollywood Reporter. Also, sorry, the uh, Simpsons movie stuff was also from Wall Street Journal. Uh, but yeah, I don't. We'll see. They don't really say much more than that. That would be difficult, especially since there's two more Star Trek movies coming. Star Trek Four, which would have everyone. Did they have two already planned? Two, two more? Yeah, because the next after that one would be the Tarantino Star Trek. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So we'll Ugh. see what happens with that. And then uh, the Uncharted film huh. script is apparently finished. Uh, Sean Levy, the writer, says that on an interview with the Playlist. So they've got Tom Holland as young Nathan Drake. They've got. I didn't think I'd hear about finished. that movie again. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, man, it's starting to roll. Uh, next Slowly up, they just got to start casting all the other characters and then start scheduling, like, shooting and everything else, and you'll pre, pre-production will be close to finishing, hopefully. It, yeah. I mean, it's farther than it's ever been. So we're going to hopefully get there. And then the last bit of movie news, Mulan has begun production for the live action. A, the first photo of, I try not to butcher this name, uh, Liu Yifei. Uh, as Mulan, and it, like it's basically her in like a red robe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's. I don't think. It, I mean, it's obviously not the final like main outfit yeah. she'll be wearing. She'll be yeah, wearing like not, a soldier's uniform in, in like the male uniform. Yeah, it looks like anything. it's her like basically uh her like her practicing in the beginning maybe. I think it's just her because she probably practiced. She practiced on her own. Yeah, I think when she would live at home. So yeah, like that's what I mean. Yeah, like, that's er, just her at home. Early in the movie, she yeah. used to practice with her dad's sword because she like wanted to or whatever and yeah and he's too old to did, fight. yeah didn't her dad like he used to catch her and he was like oh you should you shouldn't do you that you shouldn't be doing that you should be behaving like a lady and then she's like i'm gonna go fight for you and act like a man and it's like yeah. oh snap and then she blew up a bunch of men with fireworks and that's how we got one of the best songs ever dude that was still one of the you. best disney 90s movies. I, that's one of my favorites for sure i'm, I'm excited about this it's coming uh march 27th 2020 uh it's gonna be a good time i don't know if they're gonna have mushu in it we'll see it's like yo we dressed up I, eddie murphy as a dragon let's I go i hope they get eddie murphy back <laughs> as like a, CG, a tiny cg dragon or no I, I honestly just want him to drip. what if he just voiced like what if they just put a voice onto like a lizard <laughs> oh that could so work too no i honestly just wanted to dress up eddie murphy in a dragon suit and have him run around okay <laughs> yeah just like it's like uh we had the we had the people that designed grimace from mcdonald's design this <laughs> this fucking mushu suit that would be perfect that's just my personal if i was in charge that's what i would do 
Uh, but all right, TV news, uh, some cool FX stuff right here. Uh, just because I'm excited for this, only because I enjoyed Taboo and Legion. And next show is Shogun, which is... Oh, I should see if Legion's on Hulu yet. Yeah, so Shogun is a show that's going to be based off a novel by James Clavell. It's set in feudal Japan. It's about three characters mainly. Lord Taranaga, Taranaga, who is at odds with dangerous political rivals. It also features... This is also this article I got from IGN. Uh, it also features John Blackthorne, an English sailor who ends up shipwrecked in Japan, and Lady Mariku, or Mariko, a skilled female samurai. It's going to be 10 episodes for this first season. I'm not sure if it would be more seasons. We'll see how it goes. Probably going to be interesting since so far every time that FX has a show come out that I watch, it's always pretty enjoyable. Uh, next up, Fox plans to... This is what I was going to talk about earlier with The Simpsons. Uh, Fox plans on keeping ownership over The Simpsons and will fight to do so after the Disney merger. Uh, Fox is basically talking about that just because I guess um, once the merger is finished, they can't keep everything. So there's probably going to be some stuff they have to sell. But Simpsons won't be one of those things, I'm sure, basically. At least that's what I interpreted from the article, unless I read it wrong. Interesting. Yeah. So I, mean, I wonder how much pull they have over that, or if Disney would even really give that much of a shit over The Simpsons. I think they would. That's a very powerful property. It is. That is fair. Very powerful non-Disney property. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the few non-Disney uh, cartoons that's, like, still going. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what Fox says. And then Halo for Showtime, that TV show coming. Apparently Master Chief will be in it and will be one of the lead characters. And it will tell a new story that will still maintain the current canon, I think. So that's interesting only because if it's that, I think it's going to be a show that takes place before Halo Combat Evolved. But it'll take place after Halo, the Fall of Reach novel. Or at least the beginning where they're like in boot camp and stuff. Yeah, so I just think if they do some of the stuff when... Like, there's a lot of area they don't really cover in the books after their first encounter with the Covenant. So there's a lot they can do. I mean, for all we know, they could do stuff where it's pre-Covenant and it's like, oh, it's the Spartan 2's young dealing with the... Um, yeah. Uh, the in oh, shit, where are they honestly going? the part of halo reach that covered when they were like uh first fighting the covenant but they didn't have like the full molnir armor that they had like at the start of halo one like before they had power or over shields yeah like they that was a really cool period of time in my opinion just because they weren't completely indestructible the covenant plasma weapons still did like if you got hit with a plasma bolt it still burnt you pretty bad they they coated their armor in a material that was more resistant to it but it's still like if you got hit with like a, a charged plasma shot it would burn through your your armor so they weren't totally indestructible so they had to think smarter so like there was a part in the book that they explained like the first time they fought hunters and it was it just sounded really cool because they they couldn't just take any shot from them. They had to. Oh no! Yeah, the fuel rod hits you. You're probably dead. Yeah, and they actually they described the the hunter armor as like covenant ship hull plating. 
Like that's yeah, how strong yeah. it is. So they had to go for the orange parts. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was so. I think if they did something like that, where they show, you know, back when the Spartan twos were younger and not quite as indestructible as Master Chief normally is, that they could do a really cool show about that because I, I really like that period of time when they were like a family of soldiers, basically. Yeah, I, I'm still looking forward to this show. Um, they could do that or. Yeah, honestly, early Covenant would be really interesting. I hope they do that, honestly. If they do anything post-game or any of the games, that's going to get into weird territory where it's going to be really confusing, probably. Because then yeah. there's a lot less space for them to kind of maneuver. Definitely. But also, they kind of tell you how all the Spartan 2s live and die. So if they have more Spartan 2s in it, it's going to be hard to kind of make or eliminate them just because it's such a set area yeah. whereas if they just have the small amount of spartan twos that are in it i mean and all the marines and odsts naval officers those people you can kind of throw in and out and they're more basically a lot more um expendable in the show for sure yeah see the i know they covered it in the books supposedly or in it might have been the comics but one thing that bothered me about Halo 5 was how Master Chief just kind of showed up with the rest of Blue Team. And I was just like, wait. I mean, he had to... It wasn't Hunt the Truth a whole... Did you listen to Hunt I, the I, Truth? I didn't, I didn't either. I mean, I, I still... I heard it was good, it. but after the whole like, Halo 5 Then you get story, to the game itself, and then you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're, I was just like, oh, I don't feel like listening to this podcast now, because apparently it led into, like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, yeah, it didn't because though also the trailer, it's like you have the Master Chief trailer where yeah. he's like gonna kill Locke, or the Locke trailer where it looks like he's gonna it's kill like, Master which Chief. Which one? Which side is the truth? Yeah, you know, it's like which truth. side is the truth? And you, you go through the game and it's like, wait a minute, this is stupid. <laughs> you didn't tell us anything. Yeah. <laughs> there was no truth at all. Yeah, I, like that. Ah, oh man, that was really disappointing. They had such. Not even that. I thought the ad campaign was more interesting than the game. I just was like. Oh, why would you do an ad campaign that had almost nothing to do with the game? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess long story short, if they made a mini series or, or had a series where Chief goes to all of his characters or all those other characters from Blue Team and re recruits them, and then you have like a series or the rest of the series be their ongoing missions before halo 5 or whatever you could do that oh wait no there was a comic that's what i thought there was I... a halo comic that covered everything they even kill off four more spartans in it oh my god yeah seriously? it was black team there was halo there was the black team that was in like one of the novels and one of their own comic series and the um what's his face from halo 4 uh who's the villain didact yeah the didact uh, he straight up just mercs all four of them you just kills they get to the area like black team got there first blue team gets there and then black team's dead and it's like the didact's there Wait, i forget if it was the same I didact the, or like a, it was i don't know i, I didn't read the you comic killed the didact in four I, yeah i think you do i'm i don't know I didn't read I'm the comic so i just saw parts of it and it was like the parts were like oh hello the black team's dead and you're like wait okay that's how you all right that's how you want to take them out i guess that's what it whatever. i feel like i should read the halo cryptum books to understand all the forerunner shit but i just those are there's just heavy so, reads, man that's the thing is like there's so many and it's there's three. so it's heavy a trilogy oh is it only three yeah it's uh i'm not gonna say the names but yeah because mm. i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher the shit out of them yeah yeah there's three they're written by greg bear if i remember correctly 
they tell you about everything from the uh, the Prometheans, who are the not the Prometheans, the precursors, who basically like they're the fathers of the the parents of the foreigners and the humans, and, and the flood. They, they become the flood basically, and the foreigners are assholes. They also they fuck over the precursors, and then they also the, explain the Prometheans. Yeah, but eh. yeah, it goes through like all the pre, like all the ancient shit, basically, um, and the origin of the flood, which is that's the crazy part. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Halo, and then next up is uh, this one's just a funny thing. I mean, not funny, but it's just like amazing kind of John Favreau's Star Wars show. So you know he's making that Star Wars series for the Disney. Star Wars live action show yeah. for the Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. It apparently might cost around a hundred million dollars to develop the ten episodes of that season for that show. Jesus, uh, yeah, that Are comes actually from building uh, spaceships, right? Yeah, that comes from New York Times. Uh, that that will be crazy. Just kidding, that would be way more expensive. Yeah, that no, it would. Uh, and then also for the streaming service, all the pre twenty nineteen, so everything before episode nine will be not coming or won't be coming to the streaming service so we won't get original trilogy the prequel trilogy episodes eight and seven and rogue uh rogue one star Wars story or solo apparently won't be on the streaming service but episode nine will i guess so because it, it, it the it, it says like anything free in case you're only interested in the last episode of the series yeah just like oh what's up dude <laughs> i mean i mean dude everyone's gonna see it yeah they can't not have seen it already uh, I mean, they've had it on other channels, and it might come back to Netflix, who knows? They've only re-released sure. it like a dozen times in different formats. Yeah. All right, last two pieces of news. One, this one's actually pretty cool. Ruby Rose is going to be Batwoman for the CW universe, so she'll be in the uh, the next CW crossover between like Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, uh, she'll be Batwoman, and I guess if it does well enough, or, or like people like her enough as Batwoman, I think they're oh, gonna. They, they should be making a TV show about her. She's which, been getting a lot of shit on Twitter, apparently. Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. I don't understand that. I didn't look too much into it, just because I was like, well, I don't want to read about yeah. random crap that I don't agree Do with. Do I anyway. want to expose myself to the internet's toxic filth? Yeah, I get yeah, enough of that already. I don't need to. I mean, I already knew once. I heard there was backlash. I could imagine what people are saying. Yeah. So I don't want to waste my time going to get angry, going like, why would you say that? Yeah. Because <laughs> honestly, Ruby, like, I've seen Ruby Rose. She's in all these random action movies now as a secondary character. And then she's, uh, she was in Origin is the New Black. That's really what I saw her in before I stopped watching the show. Um, she's pretty cool. And it fits where she has the dye her hair red, probably. For the role of Kate Kane, who's Batwoman, and it works perfectly. She has to do nothing with her hair, really, because Batwoman, Kate Kane, has short-ass hair, and then when she's Batwoman, she puts on a long-ass red hair. she does have a wig. She has a long red wig, yeah. Okay. So that's why it works fine, because then she could do the same exact thing, and it works perfectly. super smart that Batgirl would, like, or Batwoman would wear a wig under her helmet, so people were like would think that's her real hair yeah like that's a that's a way good mislead and it's it's literally like all right uh what, what when you see like batwoman in dc comics like who, what is kate kane kate kane is a short redhead a short-haired redhead white woman who is a lesbian jewish former marine interesting that is literally kate kane which is a very interesting combination and 
Ruby Rose is a short-haired white lesbian woman. And I'm like, oh, that, that works out kind of perfectly. All right, this, this seems like it's... Uh... And they, it's like they... I guess like it works naturally, too. Because it's like, oh, this lesbian actress is going to play a lesbian character. Right. Sometimes people force random things where it's like, oh, this person's not actually this. Or this person was this skin color. Or blah, 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 and everyone gets angry, and I'm just kind of like... Oh, and also people get angry about, about like casting someone who's not something as something yeah, that is. Yeah, it's confusing as all hell, and then everyone, like literally 80% of them all have double standards anyway, so then it's just like, I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, especially like when they were like Aladdin, and I'm, <laughs> they're like authentic Middle Eastern characters. Everyone's played by Indian actors, and I'm like, wait a minute, you... <laughs> You Strange. just said one thing and then the other. I don't understand. Strangely, no one seemed to give a shit that Jake Gyllenhaal played the Prince of fucking Persia. Yeah, no. Once uh, <laughs> other skin colors are addressed, they we go, oh, we want you to good. care now. But if it's not a... Like, they didn't give a shit about the Persian guy. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I was going to tell you about that before, too. I'm glad you brought that one up. <laughs> Prince of Persia. That's why everyone says, why aren't you making a big deal out of this? I'm like, y'all didn't make a big deal of Prince of Persia. You can suck my dick, dude. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. That no. was probably by far one of the weirdest, like, castings. Like, not that I have anything against Jake Gyllenhaal, and I thought the Prince of Persia movie was, Why like, is everyone speaking with British accents? Also that, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought the movie was, like, okay for a Prince of Persia stands a time movie, but I still, like, the whole time I was like, Jake Gyllenhaal is a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, it's like, there's, bottom line... There's no amount of tanning him you could do that makes me think he's Persian. Yeah. But whatever. That's all the news we got. Oh, wait. No, there was one more. Sorry. Uh, just one last one. Uh, Cyborg is going to be in Doom Patrol. So that series for um, the DC streaming service, which is kind of weird because Cyborg was never in the Doom Patrol. But I guess they want to randomly put Cyborg in here now because I don't know what they're thinking really on that one. Uh, but basically, he's going to play by Joven Wade and... Yeah, he's. I guess he's the one that calls the Doom Patrol to action. Like, hey, we need the Doom Patrol. And it's like, hey, Cyborg needs us. And it's like, okay. I guess they wanted to just okay. put more Cyborg in places. Huh. But yeah, so that's the last piece of news. Um, uh, the only last thing that I had for show news anyway was I saw Patrick Stewart's going to come back to play Jean-Luc Picard. That's in, in some Star Trek thing. They weren't really specific at the time. It was like, that's interesting. That's <laughs> that's been interesting i did gen next generation i liked watching when i was like three with my yeah mom. It it's one like, of my oh, favorite I watched next generation and lassie and gumby and scooby-doo at yeah. lunch yeah but yeah i was Worf. like i did not expect to ever see him play jean-luc picard i never expected to see jean-luc picard again no yeah yeah no 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 one expected that really yeah. um yeah, yeah that's about it that's all of it um hope everyone liked this first uh official non-soundcloud show where it's basically us out of our trial run yeah, uh, we're getting we out to all things. the different services to try to be everywhere we can be. Uh, let us know how we did. Just give us feedback, positive or negative. Yes, please. Uh, email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow at sutrasidetalk. Or if you want to follow us specifically, you can follow James at invaderjim124 mm -hmm. and me at underscore raider underscore. And like I said, uh, if we get enough feedback from people, we could always change something up or we're gonna, honestly, if we need to, we'll probably just keep changing things just to see what really sticks. Yeah. Uh, other we're than flexible. that, what we're flexible. Yeah, we are. Um, except in yoga. Cause I don't do that. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, yes. I'm not physically flexible. What do you think? I'm crazy. Yeah. So yeah, hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one. Until next week, guys. We are out. Thanks for listening.